previously on Live at 605. Still. Fucking face it. You fucked me over. Don't stab me. I wasn't going to stab you. I didn't have a knife or anything. Get a pen. I have an iPhone. Get a pen. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is live at 6.05. And I feel like it's been a while since I've done an intro. So what I used to say before I had a co-host when I was just 100% host is, I would say to my left, possibly your right, <laughs> is co-host, Miss the award winner, Val <laughs> Gomez. You haven't been able to introduce you as an award winner lately. I know, I know. How's it going? It's good. Today, this week, I'm off work. I'm on a staycation. What? Staycation? (laughs) Yeah. That sounds good. So, I literally just finished watching an episode of Gilmore Girls Mm -hmm. uh, to bone up for the competition. When's your competition? What is your competition? There is a Gilmore Girls trivia uh, challenge at the Gladstone next Tuesday night. So, myself... Rocky, Mel, Kate, and Daniela are going to it. I told you, you should come and be on our team. They wouldn't see that coming. That's true. Ask me any. Ask me some Gilmore Girl trivia right now. I'll see if I can get it. What is Rory's best friend's name? That's Lynn. That's easy. <laughs> Invalid. What? It's Lane. Oh. <laughs> see, that's... I was going to say she you used failed. To, I failed. You're kicked off the team. Well, you know, that's probably good that I got that wrong because <laughs> there's a bunch of dudes listening right now. Be like, the fuck you watching Gilmore Girls for? Whatever. Girls. All I got to say is I have watched all that series and now all of a sudden it's trending again. Right? Whereas it's like starting as of October 1st, it's on Netflix. Okay. The whole series again. It's trending so hardcore on BuzzFeed right now. And they're doing a challenge. Listen, I made Gilmore Girls popular two years ago when I started watching it. Just saying. Do you... Rewatching it. For Okay, well for all our female listeners out there who have never watched Gilmore Girls, what... Three episodes would you want someone to watch to get them hooked? Ooh, this is a good segue into what today's topic is, or this yes, week's exactly. topic. Uh, we're doing a complex part two-ish. Yep. And who, for those of you who don't know what complex is, mm-hmm. they make lists of, on complex.com, they make lists of like best TV shows, best movies, things to check out and stuff. But we want to talk about the fall and what's been happening this summer in television. Mm-hmm. Um, but the best three episodes to check out of Gilmore Girls would be, ooh, the one coming up in season two. Okay. Where Jess and Rory kiss at Suki's wedding. Ooh. Ooh. And the next one would be, I am partial to a good um, graduation from Chilton. Mm-hmm. Rory episode. And then fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. The one where Jess comes back to Yale to try and ask Rory to leave with him. And she denies him, that bastard. Spoiler alert. I know. What are you going to leave Yale for, for a a man? Uh, For Jess, you would always leave. (laughs) Well, my favorite episodes are uh, seasons two through five when Rory's being a raging cunt. (laughs) (laughs) I wish we were doing a video cast so everyone could see you Don't in your face. Don't say so. that word. I hate that word. <laughs> I apologize when she's being a skeezy bee. Yeah. 
But um, I like the episode with Seth Cohen. Yeah, that's the season coming up. And I like the episode with Sebastian Bach. That's in like two seasons. Yeah. Okay, well, before we get too much into things, we must give out all the contact information for all y'all out there who want to get it on on social media with us. <laughs> that doesn't in a sound less right. Pervy way. Yeah, you can always go to facebook.com slash live. At 605. 605. I don't know why I I was like, why are you pausing? So you can see pictures, videos, uh, funny music clips. I posted a music video by the Eastsiders called I Love It Today. Yeah. Eastsiders is Snoop Dogg's group with uh, Goldie Loke and some other guy. I don't know. (laughs) And they have a good song that goes, Eastsiders, come out and play. That does not sound like a good song. No. And uh, so we post funny things on, on there, and uh, there's, if you know, whatever, do that. And then you can go to Twitter and follow both of us. Uh, you can follow me, I'm at Malencamp, follow Val. She's at Val Gomez23 with a Z or a Z to all our American friends out there. <laughs> and live605.potomatic.com for people who don't have iTunes, and if you want to hit the PayPal account, donate some money. Please don't. Uh, what? How are we supposed to keep podcasting? We just dwell. Yeah, I'll do that. Go to Stitcher Radio and listen to us on Stitcher. Mm-hmm. There's another one called iHeartRadio, which I might try to get us on. It's another big one. But the thing that sucks is people who listen to us on Stitcher, I know there's a few of them out there. Mm-hmm. I can't. It doesn't count towards the downloads on Podomatic. So I feel like, I don't know, if, I think we even have more downloads than usual. Oh. But thanks to everyone who's been downloading season six. It's been going really well, and there's been a lot of people all over the world. Yeah. Which is crazy. And what else? Insta- what episode number is this? This is episode six, season six, episode six. Halfway through. Halfway through, and we have done more than 60 episodes. This is like episode 62. Woo. We should do something when we get to 100. Holy shit. <laughs> Hey, we're more than halfway there. Quit. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know when this thing will end. When people stop downloading it in... 60... Wait, we're at 62? Yeah. We do 38 more episodes, which means 38 more weeks to do this. Yeah, but just think how fa- Like, we've done more than half. Like, if we're getting 100, we've already done over 60. So based on last week's episode, using John's math skills for the calendar year... When is 38 episodes? What month will we You know we what be? you're going to get right now? No! You're getting clammy ah! hands. <laughs> My hands are extra clammy takes it's hot outside. <laughs> can I just say, can I go on a little rant right now sure. and just say fuck fall for a second? It's not fall. Well, technically it is fall because as we record this, it's uh, Monday, September 29th and the last day of summer ended like a week ago. So it's fall now. Guy, it was like 30 degrees outside. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, Fall, like, can I please wear my six new sweaters I just bought instead of wearing my goddamn Urban Outfitter green tee, fitted tees? Like, I love my fitted tee, but I want to wear my skinny jeans that show off my legs and my goddamn brown sweaters that make my eyes pop. Like, come the fuck on, Fall. Get off of Summer's dick right now. And let me do my thing. You guys can't see, but John's literally staring at me for a reaction yeah. to how crass he's being. And I am not giving him said reaction. Okay, then what if I said false? No! Stop being a Rory. Don't. Don't. But, but don't you agree with me? Like, don't you have a bunch of new fall sweaters and outfits you want to wear? No, see, this is where I thrive. I actually don't change my style of dressing throughout the year. I will still wear short t-shirts. And tank tops in the winter. 
and in the fall. Well, just know if we go out for Halloween, your birthday, or anything cold, and we're going to a bar, mm-hmm. bring a jacket. Because I'm bringing a jacket. Here's my, my thing. You know when we go and you're like, I don't want to do coat check. Yeah. And you don't bring a jacket. Like your birthday two years ago, when your birthday is December 23rd, we went out December 2019. <laughs> <laughs> what? So now if all of you guys want to find my actual life story, right? Well, now everyone can wish you happy birthday on Twitter and Facebook, <laughs> December 20th. But when we went to Clinton's two years ago, when we're outside, dead of winter, and yeah. you're just wearing jeans and a tank. Yeah. I'm wearing like hats, gloves, mittens, jackets. And who who did I give my jacket to? Uh, Tammy. No, no, that was Halloween. I also gave my, when I was rocking a bear midriff, I gave my jacket to everyone. You actually weren't rocking a bear midriff. I don't know what a bear midriff is. Because you were wearing a friggin' onesie. Yeah, I had my tits out. Like <laughs> That's not your midriff. I don't know what a midriff is. <laughs> so tune in to episode seven, where John gives away my SIN card number and learns biology in slang terms. Uh, all I'm saying is... Bring a coat for coat check, because the thing is, if I bring a coat... No, I'm going to bring a coat for pants check. Do you want these clammy hands? I will double clam you. They're so clammy today. Be the way, if I'm doing coat check... Be the way. What? What did you say? I don't know. I'm very hungry today. We have a... a I just asked you if you're hungry. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like my mind's all over the place because now I'm going to segue into I got off the elevator after work today, walking down the hall, and I can smell your stew. <laughs> you're like your food stew, not your. I was like, that sounds so pervy. <laughs> I can't let you talk. I'm going to stop rambling. I'm an, I'm an old rat. You have a sponsor. I do, actually. Who's the sponsor? Well, last week we teased it a uh, guy you? pissing in a parking lot. We mentioned it. You, you read yeah. my notes, and the, one of the notes says, Guy pisses in the parking lot. What is this? So this happened damn near six weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Man, your stories are getting less and less interesting. <laughs> you know, oh, I just realized something. When I say something gross, you dick flick me. Yeah. When you say something to slight me, I give you the clam hands. Yeah. <laughs> clam hands, is, oh, that could be the name of this podcast. No. No? No. Okay. So, yeah, this week's sponsor, this season's all about stupid people, Mm -hmm. if you agree. So, I was walking home, and I was walking somewhat around Union Station, Mm -hmm. and now there was a parking lot around this area, and since I'm walking home from work, it is, let's say, 5.45 on a Tuesday afternoon. Not dark outside, it's light out. Some would say it's the uh, after-work rush when people are walking home. Yeah. So I'm walking past this parking lot on the sidewalk, and I see three, like, hosers just standing there. Like, What's a hoser? A hoser, you know, you know, like, trailer park boys. Yeah. Just, like, it's what Canadian redneck term. Like, instead of saying you're a redneck, Canadians would say, oh, you're a hoser guy. Like, they're the people who say, like, a boot. Like, those <laughs> who are stare- the hell says that? I don't that know. is such a Canadian misconception. No, yeah. And no. move over. You're like drilling me into the piano. I apologize. I want to be close to you. No, you're drilling me. I can't go anywhere. We gotta get you close to the microphone. My voice is louder than yours. Yeah, but everyone likes your voice more than mine. Yeah, I know. Are you familiar with the movie Fubar? Some of it. Do you know what that guy looks like? No. He's a hoser. Oh, okay. Anyways, they were three just stupid guys in the parking lot, and they had like a big truck. 
Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Ferris doesn't listen, but you know Dylan's old truck? Yeah. Dylan? Maybe Dylan's listening. Maybe. What up, Dylan? He's not a hoser. He's a cool guy. But his truck's a hoser? No, I'm just saying that was the truck that these guys were oh, going to mention. Okay. He had a big black truck. Yeah. And I don't know how to describe it because I don't know. So, so like Z's truck yesterday. Yeah. So, you know, well, you know they have wheels on trucks. <laughs> like most good vehicles yeah. do. So what the guy was doing was he was standing with his dick out, dick on the wheel, and he was pissing... He had to piss. Wait, is this FUBAR or the real story? This is my story. This is the guy pissing in the parking lot. Wait, he had his dick on the steering wheel? No, sorry, dick on the tire. (laughs) (laughs) The guy was standing outside the car. There's three of them. They clearly had been... Each one took a tire? (laughs) No, but there's three of them standing around this car. At one tire? No, three of them were just standing next to the truck. Okay. This one guy was standing in front of the tire. I'm like, okay, he's standing in front of a tire. Until I walked past him and saw his dick flapping in the wind, pissing over his tire, like trying to hide that he was pissing in the parking lot. Wait, wouldn't he just be pissing on his car then if he's pissing over the tire? No, what he did was he was pissing, he had his dick in front of the, like on top of the tire. So he's pissing over it. So it misses his tire and strategically lands on the floor. Under his car. Under his car. So people don't see him pissing because he's in Toronto and there's not a bathroom for my of course there's bathrooms everywhere yeah the guy's a hoser so he's not he wouldn't walk to the tim hortons that was down this block ew that's what i mean it's 5 30 on a tuesday that's so gross and the guy's just pissing in the street and i'm like how do i always see people in midday pissing that's so weird it's like when i was walking to the subway stop by us down a very public mm-hmm. uh, alleyway mm-hmm. and i just saw like a hobo woman pissing in the leaves <laughs> and we locked eyes <laughs> Because I'm like, listen, you're pissing. I'm going to watch you. I'm going to watch you. I'm not going to watch you. I mean, I'm going to lock eyes with I'm gonna lock eyes with you to make you feel guilty for pissing in the you're open. You're so weird. I don't even know what it's like being, except for that day where you talked about what was going on in your head all day, like Which, every thought when you were walking home. Oh, the, it concerns me to know that this is what you do. Walking home. Yeah, that was, if you guys want to listen to a great episode, it's season one. It's called... <laughs> Uh, like John walks home. <laughs> no, it's called like the the diaries of a madman walking home. Isn't that your dad's least favorite episode? <laughs> yeah, but oddly enough, one of his favorite episodes is me when I was like recording in different locations, like our balcony in Tim Hortons. I'm like, that one's my least favorite episode. I thought the one of me walking home is great. It's an mm-hmm. episode of me walking from work to home. It's like an hour long. Yeah. And it's fantastic. I think everyone should. It's the first one of its kind. I don't think I've ever heard anyone do one like that. Probably because they don't do well. No. Do you want some clam hands? Move over. Anyways. Where are you going? Oh, man. So, uh, what else do I have? What? No, that's staying in there. What Val doesn't realize is I'm going to leave this all in. So, I have some other notes. We're going to talk about uh, a little bit later on. We just watched the gotham premiere yesterday the big batman tv show no this is val yelling from the washington i'm just giving people a tease what we're going to talk about later Val's like why are you talking about gotham without me i'm not going to talk about it without her i'm going to look through my notes and what i do want to talk about i have a couple things I, i want to talk about crazy hobos and their weird stone statues i also have a story about a dog almost getting hit by a car because it's very stupid owners I have a bird situation in the apartment, which I could get to later. And then we're also going to talk, the main focus, like I said, we're talking about TV shows, pilots, what's great right now, 
what shows uh, we think you guys should be watching, maybe what shows you want us to watch. And we're going to do maybe a Would You Rather from the Big Book. Maybe we'll do a debate, and then we'll end it with Band of the Week. And we got stew for dinner tonight. So I want to say, yeah, crazy hobos. So you guys know, as we're talking about me walking, I when I walk to work, I walk under the gardener. Again we're talking about this? No, this is good, though. This is about the crazy hobos. So I walk into the gardener, and everyone's like, I, there's like one hobo who has a, a bed. He sleeps under the gardener. He's always sleeping, so he doesn't bug me or anything. Okay. But it's like right at, uh, uh, right around like Queens Key or yeah, Queens Key and like Spadina. Okay. There's an area where there's about six to seven hobos now who just sit under the bridge. Can you not walk under there? It's so much better. I'd rather walk next to six hobos for five minutes than not have to walk on a busy street with normal people. But anyways, so... You're, a, you're asking to be in, like, a fight club. No, because there's also so many... Like, lots of people watch... I get pissed off because you know the way you brought back Gilmore Girls from two years ago? Yeah. I brought back walking under the gardener. Because no one used to walk... <laughs> so not the same thing. <laughs> no one used to walk under there. And nowadays, people are biking under... Every time someone bikes past me, I have to give them the finger when they're not looking. Tell them to slag off because they're in the wrong section. But anyways, I'm walking under the gardener. Yeah. And there's these hobos who have all these weird stone statues. I showed you a picture the other day. Remember that? A nukshuk. A What's that? A nukshuks are those like Aboriginal statues where you line up the rocks to form like they look like almost like rock robots. Exactly. So that's what they look like. But they just build them taller and taller. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so I was walking past. One of them was walking towards me because he was, like, asking cars for change, like, at the red light. Mm-hmm. And I saw the guy walking towards me, and we kind of locked eyes. And I'm just, to me, I'm like, oh, it's another hobo. Like, whatever. I see him all the time. Mm-hmm. But to him, I think he saw me, and he's like, oh, this guy probably thinks I'm just one of those crazy hobos who, like, acts crazy. So I'm going to give him a show. I'm going to give this guy what he wants. Because when I walked by him, as soon as we walked past each other, yeah. he looked at me and just went like this. <laughs> like, started throwing his hand up. <laughs> see, I would have screamed. No, I had my headphones on. I just kind of looked at them, just like nodded. Cause I'm like, can you not walk under the bridge? What happens if next time they're like, oh, well, we're gonna psych this guy out again? They could, but I feel like if they were any, if they put any work into anything, they, you they would, would do your black belt triple kick. No, I was gonna say they wouldn't be hobos. They would have jobs in a house. <laughs> but that seg- segues <laughs> nicely into Gotham because you don't want me walking down alleys. No. And do you want to get into Gotham now? Yeah, let's do our review on television this year. Can we, before we start Gotham, let's talk about the shows that are ending this year. Okay. Or have ended. Go for it. Because this year has been really great for television. Yes. Right? Shows like Breaking Bad ended, Mad Men's ending, Sons of Anarchy is ending. Um, What else is there that we're watching that's ended? Uh, I think those are the three big ones. Newsroom. Newsroom is ending. When does that even come back? Comes back November. But amongst like all of those great shows ending, over the summer we're like, oh, we should pick up some new shows so we have something to watch while other things are in hiatus. So like, I really got you into the Mindy Project. We're sticking with New Girl, even though it's not our favorite. But we've had some other friends come back and tell us like to check out different shows on like HBO, old NBC series. But one of the new series that's gotten a ton of hype, like I remember when I was in New York um, for Promax in early June, 
we went to MoMA and it was literally like the entire lobby of MoMA was decked out for the Gotham premiere and I thought that this was pretty premature like if Gotham only <clears throat> premiered two weeks ago um it was like this shit was hyped and like every um like Hollywood Reporter, Rolling Stone, BuzzFeed, Complex, doesn't matter would be reviewing Gotham and they're all like it's a series you need to check out. It might be overhyped, but it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? We've now watched the pilot <clears throat> episode. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Uh, well, it's like, can it really be a spoiler alert? This is a prequel. Everyone knows, like, the penguin grows up and he's a shitty person. And mm-hmm. the re- I thought it was pretty awful, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I, I had high hopes, but at the same time, I didn't. Because I'm like, uh, sometimes network television shows, like, they get such... Like you said, such big hype. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, here's the big... Batman's the big fat. Ever since Dark Knight, Christopher Nolan, Mm -hmm. he really made Batman, like, amazing again. Because what was the last one before the Dark Knight? Was it George... Returns? Yeah. And anyways, it's like, it's how are you... It's hard to stack up Christopher Nolan's black Dark Knight. (laughs) Black Knight. Is that Tyler Perry presents? (laughs) Medea's Black Knight. (laughs) Yeah. Medea's black knight in ar- shining armor. Yeah, I... And here, here's why I was excited, because I like... Uh, it stars Ryan from the OC as Jim Gordon, as yeah. like young Jim Gordon. Now, people might be like, Ryan from the OC? Oh, that show's so stupid. The OC was dumb from 10 years uh, ago. First two seasons of the OC are amazing. Yeah, it's fantastic. But people might be like, oh, I don't want this teeny bopper guy. Yeah. But people would say that have never watched the show, probably Southland. Southland is amazing. Which I think is a very underrated cop show. Like, we're not big into cop shows to begin yeah. with. And I got it because free DVD at work. And I liked it so much, I had to get you into it. And for you, like, I think we've mentioned in the last Complexity ap- episode, mm-hmm. uh, we mentioned how much we loved it. It was but- also a series of those of you guys who haven't listened to that. It's, like, it's very much, like, it is a cop show, but it surrounds, like, eight different cop stories and just the trials and tribulations in L.A. Yeah. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Um, But then it's really cool because the show got canceled. Yeah. And then it got picked up by another network. It was originally, I believe, uh, what show, what channel was ER on? Was that NBC? Yeah. It premiered, it uh, it was an NBC show that was supposed to premiere the last season of ER, like, it was supposed to follow ER. Mm-hmm. And it didn't get ratings because it's a really gritty show, and they had to censor it for network TV. Yeah. So the show gets canceled after like eight episodes, and then I believe like the US TNT, TNT sorry, yeah, picked it up, and they allow them to make the gritty show yeah. with swearing and violence, this and that. And I, I remember watching the first few episodes of NBC, being like, I liked it, and then it got canceled. Mm-hmm. But anyways, Ryan from the OC, what's his name? Ben Ben, ben McKenzie. Yeah. He plays a cop and then a detective on Southland. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, he's playing a detective on mm-hmm. Gotham. So I actually he really plays like, Jim Gordon. Yeah, I actually like him as an actor. I think he's really good. He's great on Southland. Mm-hmm. So there's him. They also have the guy from the last season of Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Turk, whatever yeah. his name. Turk, turd. I don't know. He's Turk. A, Turk. He's the guy who avenges his. Well, I can't say much. If people haven't watched Sons of Anarchy, he avenges someone's death. Yeah. He avenges a nurse's death. No one gives a shit. About it. There's no yeah. nurse main characters. So he was on, he's also, he's on uh, Vikings, he's on that show. Mm-hmm. He's a good actor. And anyways, the promos, the show looked great. Or it looked good. It looked enough that I wanted to watch mm-hmm. it. Within the first five minutes of Gotham, I was like, oh god, we have another 55 minutes of this show. <laughs> like, it was just super cheesy, I found. I found, I think that was exactly the word I used yesterday, too. It was just so cheesy. 
And I went into it actually knowing, like, we didn't watch it as soon as it premiered. Like, we only watched it off the PVR, like, two weeks later. But um, my friends in my department, Nick and Bobby, when we came back from work last week, they, or, like, this past week, they said that they both had watched it. And they were like, oh, it was such a letdown and whatnot. And it was just, like, it felt, like, so contrived. And they got everything out in, like, the first... Like, in the first episode, they gave away that all the villains were somehow in Bruce's life and in Jim Gordon's life, and they all lived there. And it was, like, just unnecessary. I thought that the actual writing was a little bit silly. Like, not the actual themes, because I thought that was ridiculous, but the actual script, like, the dialogue just felt so half-assed. Like, remember the scene where it's, like... Where he's like, oh, I'm lackadaisical. Then it was just like, let's just keep repeating lackadaisical Mm. for like the next five minutes. I thought that it was just like, it was such a letdown, but we all agreed, and we said this yesterday, is that we'll give it three more up or like two more episodes before we bow out. Yeah, I'll give it three episodes because I understand that pilots are really, can be, aren't the greatest representation of a show's work sometimes Mm -hmm. because. You do, you put all this money into it, and you try to do so much to attract people. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree. I don't like that the fact that we saw the Riddler, the Joker, the Penguin, Catwoman. You see everyone... I was like, where's Mr. Freeze? Yeah, I know. Like, is Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> going to pop out and freeze everyone? So. Like, I, I understand... I didn't like it, but I understand they did it to catch everyone, to get people to be like, oh, good, the Joker is in this, and the Riddler will yeah, be Yeah, but in- why wouldn't he be, though? No, I know, but I'm just saying for a casual person... Who doesn't know Batman. Yeah, like, someone like me, I'm not the biggest Batman fan. Like, But I'm not the biggest Batman fan either, but I didn't need to see Poison Ivy, the Riddler, like... Yeah. I don't know, like... But the same people who... You could have... You could... You could have developed that over the entire season as a story arc. Yeah, but it also could have been the, the studio being like, make sure you put all these people in your pilot. Like, who knows? But that's what I mean. Like, I'm sure since they, I'm hoping since they put everyone in the pilot mm-hmm. and they put most of them in like small roles, mm-hmm. that the next episode will just focus on one character. Like, yeah. I don't care if we don't see the Riddler again until season two or yeah. whatever. Like, if they just focus on Penguin yeah. all season. I don't know. What did you think of Jada Pinkett Smith in it? Oh, I thought she was god-awful, too. Has she been in anything since, like, Not Boys s- on the Side or whatever? You mean set it off? Oops. <laughs> What's Boys on the Side? Isn't that what the show is? First of all, With the movie's Drew called... Barrymore? Drew Barrymore? Is it she in Queen Latifah? <laughs> did I just make up a whole movie? <laughs> Yeah, what what do you think boys on the side are with Drew Barrymore, Queen Latifah, and when they are like bank robbers or something? Yeah, that's called set it off. <laughs> and Drew Barrymore is not in set it off because the whole idea is it's inner city ghetto women robbing banks. What do you mean Drew Barrymore is not inner city? No, she's trying to get kissed at her like high school reunion or something. I shit love like. that movie. That's at a high school reunion. <laughs> oh, she's like she's undercover at her uh, high school. Isn't that just basically like statutory rape, where she's like making out and doing like all no, these like, fourteen-year-olds? No, she makes out with the teacher. Isn't it technically if he didn't know that she was like? That's why he stopped. He got in trouble. Either way, set it off is a movie from the nineties where yeah, Jada Pinkett Smith like robs a bank with mm. Queen Latifah. <laughs> Okay, so is that the last thing she's been in? Because I don't remember seeing her in shit. Yeah, well, I mean, if Will Smith's your husband, what do you got to do? You ain't got to do shit. I guess so. But I was like, yeah, I could give a miss to her being in it. Yeah, there's one line. I wish I wrote down how she said it, but she's like, it was the worst acting ever. She's like, 
oh, you guys are here. Like, she paused, like, five seconds. In I'm like, chick, please. You know, the, okay, the other thing I didn't like about the episode is that for all the transition, I just felt like the story started speeding up even more and more. Like, they're like, oh, my God, we made, like, a two-hour episode, and we need to condense it into 43 minutes. And so the, they'd always use that, like, pan over Gotham as the transition. Mm -hmm. But I feel like in the span of 10 minutes, we saw six of them. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, daytime, then nighttime, then daytime, then nighttime. I'm like, how many days did we just cover? Yeah, I know. And... Yeah, I agree with that. I agree the writing was kind of sloppy. Uh -huh. uh, the so, acting was... I, yeah, I didn't like any of the actors. I only liked the guy who played uh, Falcone. Falcone. Oh, yeah, he's actually from The Wire. That I like guy. him. I didn't mind Ryan from The O.C. I thought he was... For what he what they gave him was okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't like his partner, the guy from Sons of Anarchy. Not at all. And I'm like, he's usually a good actor, so I just don't know if the writing was just Horrible. shit or the directing was bad. But yeah, I'll give it three episodes. So how many Michael Fassbenders do you give it out of ten? Uh, why Michael Fassbender? We do this every time we do a rating. Michael Fassbender. I give it six Michael Fassbender inches out of ten Michael Fassbender inches. Okay. What okay. about you? Eh, That's generous. I was about to say, I feel like five. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. I compare... So one of the other shows we just recently started watching was The Leftovers. I don't know if we started talking about that. No, that could be the next show. Yeah, here's the difference between... Oh, yeah, I want to mention, after talking about The Leftovers, I want to talk about, like, pilot, like, what's your favorite pilot show? Mm -hmm. What pilots do you think have sucked? Because when we first watched The Leftovers pilot, which is about, like, the rapture, where one day 3% of the population goes missing just out of nowhere... Mm -hmm. When we watched that pilot and when we watched Gotham, the way I felt about Gotham's pilot was, oh, this is like dog shit. This is kind of stupid and silly. Yeah. But when I, we finished The Leftovers pilot, I'm like, it was good. Mm -hmm. I think I liked it. Mm -hmm. Compared to Gotham, I loved it. Okay, wait. Pause. Yes. I totally just lost my train of thought. but You're talking about Gotham versus Leftovers and dog shit. Yeah, Leftovers, I just didn't know if I... I liked it, but I just didn't know if I liked it, liked it, or what. Okay. It's like when... <laughs> Never mind, keep going. What do you think IMDb rated Gotham? Out of what, 10? 10. 6.4. Higher. 7.5. Higher. 8.1. Higher. 8.7. Lower. 8.5. Yeah. 8.5 out of 10? Okay. Fuck that noise. So, 8.5 and people... What? Uh, hold on. I just think it's really ridiculous, so, uh, what do we say, what do we say? It's a dark, dystopian, highly stylized mood. We'll give it a higher degree of something. Wank. Um, okay, but now we're talking about the leftovers. Yeah. And, I on. think it got 7.6 out of 10 on IMDb. That would be my guess. Okay, well, let's pull. check. Yeah, The Leftovers, we've watched about five episodes now. And there's episodes I like. There's episodes I just don't know if I like. That's the difference with The Leftovers. I just don't know how much, if, if I do like it. So here's what, so the premise of The Leftovers, for those of you who haven't seen it yet, it's a new HBO series. And it revolves around a mysterious disappearances worldwide and specifically follows a group of people who are left behind in the suburban community of Mapleton. They must begin to rebuild their lives after a loss of more than 100 people. So exactly that. We've summed it up to being the rapture. 
What do you think IMDb gives it? 7.6 out of 10. Yeah. How did you know? I don't know. I just guessed. Yeah, it is. 7.6. There you go. Um, which I think is entirely inaccurate. I think, although I don't agree. So wait, what do you think of, what do you think of The Leftovers? Uh, I, I'm, I like it, but not to the point where I'm like, we got to binge watch this whole show. Yeah. I'll watch it when there's not much else on. Yeah. And I'll be okay with it. Mm-hmm. But it's not like our new show, say Friday Night Lights, which we can talk about Ooh. in a bit, where I'm like, let's watch everything right this second. Yeah. How, how about you? What do you think about Leftovers? Leftovers stresses me out because I'm like, nothing is happening. Right? And I find, like, whereas the pilot, I was interested because it was different and it was, like, shocking. But now we're, like, six episodes in and nothing has happened. Right? And I feel like what I consider the most interesting parts of the episodes and where you believe in these characters are the things that are equally stressing me out about the series because nothing is happening with them. Yeah, I, I'm like, can someone in that white outfit just talk for a second? Yeah. Like, do you have to write everything down? Exactly. And I'm like, stop wasting paper. Yeah. Right? Like, but I think what else pisses me off, and this was the same thing as, like, Homeland, it's like, okay, does every dad need a disgruntled daughter who's angsty and acts up, which is very much the leftovers, and there's no way in hell Amy Brennan or whatever the hell her name is would ever hook up with Justin Thoreau. Uh, that guy's hot. Even I'd hook up with Justin Seriously, Thoreau. I'd she, throw one in Thoreau. <laughs> right? She's, like, 79 years old, and he's, like, <laughs> dating Jennifer Aniston in, like, hot 40. Yeah. Right? There's no way in hell those two would ever be married. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe she's got, like, a magical cooch or something that just, like, sucks them up. Careful. Where are you flicking? Oh, fuck. <laughs> that was not a dick flick. That was a testy tickle. Oh. You know what happens when you flick that part? My yeah. stomach starts hurting. Why? Because it, it, you hit the testy, and it goes all the way up through your midsection. It makes mm-hmm. me, like, want to throw up. Like oh. in your midriff? Anyways, <laughs> that one actually really hurt. Oops, I'm sorry. Oh, that's why you got to go for the dick, not the... D- oh, that one smarts. Okay, so pressing on, right? What else are we watching or what else are you... No, wait, so where are we going to continue to watch Leftovers? Yeah, we'll watch. There's 12 episodes. Like mm-hmm. At some point, we'll run out of TV shows. Okay. What did you think of the season premiere of Modern Family? I... Will tread lightly, but not a big fan. I think it's been going downhill a bit since probably season three or four. Yeah. But uh, I think it's tougher when the kids are getting older, like Manny and Luke aren't as cute as they were when they're mm-hmm. 10 years old now that they're 15 years right. old. And Although that episode when they were driving was still like one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. I just think, what are they, in season five or six yeah. right now? After season five, five seasons is the peak. I think once you go past five seasons, especially for a comedy, yeah, it goes down. Like Scrubs is my favorite comedy of all time. Mm-hmm. They did nine seasons. After season five, it's You're not the best. Though. Yeah, like season six is okay. Season seven sucks. Season eight's awful. Yeah. Season nine's the worst. You know what's weird for me though is that I'm not convinced anyone in this family likes each other. Oh, especially like the, the couples, right? Like the parents. Yeah. Because they always pick on each other and even spoiler alert spoiler alert even with the premiere of modern family for this season it was mitchell being pissed at cam yeah that's because it's always that side of it's mitchell it's the mom yeah they're always Claire. super angry but yeah other than that i'm like i love the first three seasons 
So, obviously, give it a shot. It's good family watching, viewing. Mm, can we take a second in between uh, TV shows and kind of tell you a story that happened to me last week that I didn't tell you because I was saving for the podcast? Yeah. So, this is last Wednesday. What day? You were jamming on Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah, Wednesday. So, last Wednesday, you were staying late because you and a bunch of the guys from work were jamming and hanging out and everything. We did a poutine tailgate party. Which I want you to tell me about that after I tell you this story. Mm -hmm. So, I was all excited because I'm like, okay, you're going to be doing dinner that night. means I can get my own dinner tonight. Mm -hmm. So, I'm like, I'm all excited. I'm going to go home, eat McDonald's, and watch whatever I have on the PVR. Mm -hmm. So, Wednesday morning... Uh, you get up before me as you usually do, and I have my alarm goes off at 7.20. I hit snooze about three or four times. Mm-hmm. Now, this was one of those days where I was, I, every time I'd fall back asleep for like the five, ten minutes, I would have a dream. And so I would uh, fall asleep. Like a good dream? Well, we'll find out. I'd fall asleep, have a dream, my alarm would wake me up. Fall asleep, have a dream, wake up again. So on my final uh, dream before I woke up for good, mm-hmm. I had a dream. It was really quickly where we were in our living room. Mm-hmm. And the uh, sc- the door to our balcony was open, and I had a rolled up newspaper in my hand, and all of a sudden a bird flew in. It's like my hell. Flew oh. flew at my face. Yeah. And all of a sudden I took the newspaper and went, <laughs> smacked him in the face, and then I woke up, and that's when my alarm went off. I was like, oh. What kind of bird was it? Uh, I don't know how to describe. It wasn't a. It wasn't a Eagle. pigeon. No, it was just like it was just a pretty big bird. Flamingo. No, <laughs> those don't fly. They don't. Flamingo, those pink things with those long legs. Yeah. I don't think flamingos fly. Hold on. Google flamingos. Those things have like l- super long legs. So. Why would they? F- how would they fly? Their legs were dangle and just slap so, people. In the f- if fl- if flamingos fly, fly, yeah. We live in a great age now where we can look this stuff up. I, I, maybe they get some air. They might be able to jump high, but. So Yahoo answer says, yes, flamingos can fly, but they are known for their swimming. Hmm. Okay, let's agree to disagree, because I don't know if I trust a Yahoo's answer. What? That could be anyone. It's not Fair. like, it's not like National Geographic. I know, but Yahoo's answer, well, I can. Oh, it's YouTube. Okay, put it next to the mic. Let's see if we can turn this up. Is this a documentary about flamingos? No. Oh, flamingos are indeed flying. I win. I should have put money on You this. should have. And before I get back into this dream, I have a picture I have to show you. What? Actually, let me finish my story first. Okay. And I'll show you the picture. So I had this dream where I smacked a bird that flew into our apartment in the face with a newspaper. Ugh. Okay. I woke, disgusting. I woke up. I'm like, oh, okay, that's weird. Didn't think of anything other than that was just, it felt real because I could feel the weight of me hitting the bird. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, so gross. So then I get up, I shower, you go to work, and as I'm in the kitchen uh, getting an apple, some pans. Oh, we should go as maybe those guys for Halloween. Crazy Mr. Twister is a crazy guy. And the next day is a guy. What's he gonna know? You're never gonna know. Crazy Mr. Twister is part of the show. Good evening. What show is that again? I have brain mush. That's uh, Take part. part. It's a good Canadian show for all y'all who were born in the 80s. <laughs> so I'm in the kitchen getting ready to go to work, and I noticed uh, a fly, a fairly big fly flying around. Is this around. real life or another This is dream? real life. Okay. Now. I've noticed a pretty big fly, like the fly that I trapped in the bathroom that I had to have an epic war with like 20 episodes ago, okay? 
And I was like, God damn, another big fly. This is awful. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to open the screen door just a little bit so that, because it was... What screen door? To our balcony. Oh, okay. So the door. Yeah. I was going to open the balcony <laughs> door because he was right by like our, the window by the couch. So I'm like, I'm going to open this and try and like shoo him out because I'm like, I don't want this damn fly. Shoo fly. Don't bother me. <laughs> shoo fly. Don't bother me. Get off my steeds. Here we go. Here we go. Because I didn't want to have to fight him in the kitchen, in the bathroom with, again. With my hairspray. Yeah. Where it, hell else am I supposed I didn't want him to fly. Anyways. So I opened the door uh, just to crack. Not too much, but enough mm. for him to fly out. I go put my shoes on. Uh, put my headphones on and I go into work. Mm-hmm. Now, halfway to work, when I'm walking under the gardener next to those hobos, mm-hmm. I realize, shit, did I leave the balcony door open? No! Because I'm like... I'm going to kill you if fucking pigeon or a black squirrel in here somewhere. So I'm walking to work. I'm like, I don't think I closed the, the balcony door. Now I'm like, we're... Pretty high up, and usually there's not birds or shit that fly. Like no, there are in the morning. You're just well, asleep when they all well, sit there. So, anyways, I was like, I can't, I can't, in good conscience, conscious, conscience, stay, go to work for like eight hours plus another hour walking. I home. would kill. I would have to move. Listen, that's why I'm telling you the story now. Okay, good. So I'm like, because I was paranoid that I didn't want something to fly into our damn place. Yeah. So here you I can't see my face right now, but I'm so serious. And staring at John telling this story. That's why I saved it for the podcast. I knew it would be a good story for you here for the yeah. first time. So I'm like, God damn it. It means I have to come home at lunch to check out the apartment to make sure nothing came inside. And I'm like, I just don't want to leave it open for eight. Whatever. I'll leave it open from 10 till I get home at noon or whatever it is. So I subwayed into work, then walked from Union Station. And then at lunchtime at noon... I jumped back on the streetcar, on the subway, to come all the way home to be Aww. like, fuck, I got to check this place Wait, up. which day was this? This is Wednesday, the day when you're at work all late. Last Wednesday. This is the day I could have come because I had the car. I had Jen's car. No, that was the, the Friday, I think. Oh, yeah, was it? <laughs> yeah, when Oops. you got Black Camel. Yeah. Yeah, I would have I wouldn't have known that you okay. did that, but anyway. So I come home, and I'm like... Because I'm like, this is the weird part. I'm like, I had a fucking dream about a bird in our apartment that I smacked with a noose. That's why I was, that's why the whole thing, that's why I was freaking out. Because if I got to work, I'm like, oh, I left this, I didn't leave it wide open. I left it open like a crack. Yeah, but if it was windy, it would have opened. Yeah, but I, I was really worried because I'm like, why would I have a dream about hitting a, a bird in our apartment with a newspaper? Yeah. Like, that's too, why would that, why would that happen? Okay. Then I'm like, wait, I opened the door. This is too, like, eerie. There's, like, there's bound to be a bird in here, right? Okay. So I get up to the door, I, I put the lock in, and first of all, I'm like, I always get nervous when I go home at noon to open up the uh, front door that there's going to be a Sean Botti man sleeping on our couch. Because <laughs> the one time I that got... That only happened once. The one time I got to come home early on a Friday, he was sleeping on the couch because he was sick. <laughs> and I'd eat bagels on my lap in the uh, computer room. Anyways, I open the door, and I'm like, oh, please don't let there be like fucking feathers everywhere and a bird squawking around. Come in. The door still where it was, like only a crack open. It was open. No, it was open. A, yeah, I did. I left the door open by a bit, but nothing, nothing came in. What was it? There's a mouse in the house. There isn't. We would have seen it, heard it, skirted. And trust me, if the mouse, it, it could just as easily get in through the pipes. Like our next door neighbors leave their door open all day. Oh, I don't want to sleep here anymore. There's nothing in here. There's nothing in the apartment. Trust me. This was a week ago. Oh, what happens if it's dead somewhere? What, a mouse? Or a squirrel. There's nothing. 
first of all, everything would have been flopped over. There'd be droppings everywhere. Trust me, you would know if there was. Is that why you vacuumed randomly? <laughs> no, but I'm just saying it. It was just weird that I had this dream. I came home. There's nothing in here. Trust me, there would be. We would know if something was in here. There's nothing. I mean, and like I said, our neighbors next door. They leave their doors open like all day long. Like there's. I just I was worried because I had that dream that there'd be a bird flying in here, but clearly <laughs> there wasn't. So, but anyways, the funny thing was I was like, well, since I'm here for lunch, I might as well take my pants off, eat some Rice Krispies, and watch TV for 20 minutes. That was my lunch break. Because <laughs> I'm like, I can't. Ideally, sometimes if I ever come home at lunch for work, what are you looking at? The corners. There's nothing. What happens if it only happens when we go to sleep? No, there's nothing. There's no way. It, Trust me, there's nothing that's inside here. They hide in dark corners. If there was a squirrel inside here, we would hear it, and it would be... First of all, all of our cords would be eaten up. What? They're not raccoons. But they munch on things. Things would be knocked over. This right here. Why would it be knocked over? Because they would eat the garbage. Like, they would jump in there. They're not raccoons. Yeah, but squirrels, they all jump in that kind of shit. Any wild animal, if it smells food, that's what it's going for. And also... You want to know how we know there'd be a mouse in here? No. The bread or any of the food would have holes eaten right through them. Because that's always... How do they get in the fridge? Well, how do they get in the cupboard? They just, they get into places. Through holes. There's yeah. a hole in our fridge. But it also, like, any of our, like, our pastas or our sugar or any of that stuff. Like, all the flour, that would be, have a hole eaten right through it. That's how people... I think my dad said once they had a mouse or here someone had a mouse. Yeah, when my dad was a, a kid, mm-hmm. when he lived... Uh, he said they used to have a mouse, I think, on their uh, house on the island. Mm-hmm. And he said there would be loaves of bread with holes through the whole middle because mice would go right through and eat but them. But did they eat the, leave the bread on the counters? No, they would leave them like in the fridge or inside like the countertops. I'm stuff. asking your dad to confirm this. Yeah, it's true. Wait, didn't you just say on the countertops? No, I said in the count, like in the drawers or whatever. Why would you keep bread in drawers? Not <laughs> drawers. I mean, in, I don't know, what are those things called? <laughs> Sleeve? Like shelves? Keep them inside the shelves. Either way. I cannot even believe you didn't tell me this. And the door is only open. This is how much I left it open. And I said when I got home, it was open that much. It wasn't swung open. What happens if a a snake came in? (laughs) City snakes. City snakes? (laughs) Yeah. The uh, Toronto city snakes. Well, no. But anyways, I thought it would be a good story to tell for the podcast. Uh, Okay, then I have... have I have a follow-up story. Oh, it's God. Not, it's not even my story, Ugh. but it's a good testament to your character because I want to see what you would do. Okay. So, my dear friend Adam, who is the newest player on our team, who is the best fit. Hey, hey, player. <laughs> He's such an awesome fit to our marketing department and Blue Ant in general. Okay. And so, Wednesday which I'll talk about later, we had the poutine tailgate party in the jam session, courtesy of him, definite phase one, superior, held his own. But then the next day, I believe he had hockey practice, and he had to go home and handle something under his deck. Well, that's why we're living in an apartment until I'm dead <laughs> in the ground, because I am not, was it a possum, was it a raccoon, possum? See, you say the same thing as me. I said, I was like, yo, Adam, straight up, it's going to be a possum. He's like... Do you think possums live, like, would come out? I was like, yeah. I think possums would be in, like, the city. I'm pretty sure our house in Kanata, mm-hmm. when I was growing up, there was a possum in there. Like, that's what they, like, like I said, that you would know if something's in your house. Mm-hmm. The way he knows it's under the deck. Yeah. The way we knew someone was in our garage. Mm-hmm. The way, like, 
my sister in Kanata, who, when she was in our basement once, and the mouse ran across her toes. Ah! So <laughs> we would know if something's in here. But yes, keep going. Sorry. I would hire an exterminator to fucking... You are actually going to have to hire an exterminator. There's nothing in here. You don't know that. We have the cleanest... Yeah, I told you. There'd be... Things would be knocked over. Things are knocked over. That's because of me. Because <laughs> I got drunk two weeks ago and knocked shit over. Either way. So, Adam said, don't. You don't get to do that now. I'm paranoid. Clam hands. Don't. So, Aunt Adam ended up setting a trap under his deck. Right? Mm-hmm. And then, he, I guess you put peanut butter in? So, wait, sorry. Did he know it was under his deck or no. did he just hear something? He just kept hearing something go under his deck and, like, eating the meshing or something. Because then he would see things, like, cut out. And so he's very, like, Adam's very, uh, is it industrious? Is that the word? I don't know what the um, word is. Like, wait, resourceful. What? Like, oh, he's, he's very, like, he could build his own house if he wanted to. I was going to say, fine. He's very, uh, what, what do you call Prince? He's what? What's his sexuality? In, in, uh, androgynous? Androg- yeah, that's what you're going to say. I was going to say androgynous, <laughs> but I couldn't think of the words. No, but. he has a girlfriend named Jenny. <laughs> I know, but when you said industrial, I was trying to think of androgynous, <laughs> no. but I couldn't think of the word. Right. Hey, hey, player. Right. So, I'll tell you, I don't even know if I can say it on the podcast. Save it for afterwards, then. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It, <laughs> We'll talk about Adam <laughs> behind his back after the no, podcast. No, it's not. I don't even know if I showed Adam the email and make him laugh. Okay. But either way, so then Adam's like, yo, I put peanut butter underneath the deck. And then he's like, the fucking thing ate the peanut butter and, like, didn't get trapped. So I was like, yo, you better not kill this. Like, what happens if it's a bunny, right? So I was getting really upset. And then he's like, bunnies eat things. And I was like, no, ah! <laughs> right? So either way, the next day he had to go to hockey practice and he had to handle the cage again. And I was like, okay. So we both end up walking into work at the exact same time. And he had sent me a picture of it. It ended up being a skunk. Okay? So his thing was he had to go to work and then go to hockey. So he couldn't actually handle taking out the skunk cage till like literally late at night. So he caught it? He caught it. Okay. So now I said to him, and Jenny said the same thing, was like, oh, no, it's too sweet. You need to let it go safely, right? But then I also was like, why you don't you... guys can't see my face, but I just did, like, the <laughs> double take where I took off my glasses and, like, wiped my eyes. Like, no, <laughs> right? But I was like, why don't you just call the Humane Society and get him them to take out the skunk while you're gone so it doesn't sit there and, like, die? So, like, who's feeding it, right, underneath the cage? So he's like, no, Val, I have to do this. I am a man, <laughs> right? Mm. He's like, my dad would take the piss out of me if I did it. Yeah. And so, like, Adam's, like, super, I'm going to keep saying it, industrious. Androgynous. I can't say the word, <laughs> right? so that's okay. So apparently you put, like, a cape or something. Like a Superman cape? I guess so. Over the cage did to you, take it out. Sorry, we'll keep this going. Since you were talking shows and capes and Batman, did you ever watch Smallville? Yeah. Did you like it? No. Okay, I never watched it. Keep going. <laughs> so either way, would you or would you feel like if we ever had a house with a deck and you had something on the thing, would you or would your dad expect you to handle the wild animal uh, disposal if it was still alive uh, or I- dead? Well, the good thing, it's 2014. My dad's a very modern man. You know, he, he's 
believes in the man's right to choose whether or not he wants to pussy out and take a live skunk. I hate that word. What do you hate more, the P word or the C word? Both. So I believe, uh, first, yeah, uh, what I would do in his situation mm-hmm. is I would leave him under the deck for about three to four weeks so, until I got good at um, dart, spitting darts out. Don't slap me. and then kill him. No, but like tranquilize your darts. What? And I would, Where are you getting trank darts? I don't know, but I would practice for a good three weeks and I would start by shooting darts 10 feet away from my target. And then when I would get better, I'd move to 25 feet. And then when I could get to about 40 feet away... Then, and only then, would I tranquilize Dart the damn skunk right in the neck so he goes out like that. And then I would put on, like, a hazard suit like Walt White in Breaking Bad. And then on top of that, I'd put a second suit on, get the skunk, grab him by the tail, twirl him around, throw him into, like, You would a... never touch nah, a skunk. No, I wouldn't do that. But no, I, I, you I... would never touch Anything. Fuck a skunk. I'm not touching a skunk. <laughs> Why do you even have to touch the skunk? He's alive in the cage. All I have to do is set it free. Oh, no. I would... <laughs> I would trank his... Okay, I'll trank him in the in the, the cage. Yeah. Pick up that cage. Take it. I'll drive... If we live in Toronto, I'll drive to Saskatoon. Open up the cage uh, and then run away until he can get out at his own free will. But I'm not going to physically pick up a You don't skunk. have to physically. It's one of those trap cages. No, I wouldn't do it because if I just let him out under the deck, he's just coming back. Like, you have to dispose. That is what I said to Adam. Yeah. I was like, how do you know he's not just going to come back? But he ended up disposing him, like, one city over. <laughs> so he had to, how did he do that? Did he put him in his car? In the cage. He put him in the cage in his car? Not, he has a truck. But wouldn't it just skunk up the trunk? Like, Skin. No, like a truck, not his trunk, not like a body. <laughs> yeah, it's just a metaphor. Is this skunk a metaphor for a body? Did he? No. But so he has a truck. Yes. He's taking that skunk in a cage and putting it in the back of his trunk. Truck. truck. <laughs> He's putting a skunk in the back of his trunk. Truck. Yes. Why are you so stupid? He can still stink up the truck. But he's not. Hey, if I'm a skunk and I wake up in the back of someone's truck, I'm hey, skunking it. So the answer is, you wouldn't do it. Fuck no. So you don't feel the need as a man to do this. No, hey, if I'm not ashamed about not having any hair on my chest, I don't give a fuck about picking up a skunk. <laughs> this is also a conversation we've had in my office. Yeah. Oh, like about what? men in their hair chest. I think Bobby and you, we figure, have the least the amount. The hairless wonders. Because <laughs> yeah. those same guys who are, who are like, I'm a man, are the same guys who like pee on the seat or have to lift up a seat to pee. No. I'm, a, I'm a 2014 man. I leave the seat down. I piss should, through a should hole. Should I text Adam right now and say, see if he pisses with the seat up? You can ask him, yeah? <laughs> this will be an F-15 goal yeah. for him. I'm a 2014 man. I like my skinny jeans. I like my mango smoothies, and I like to pee with the seat down, and I'm a sharpshooter. So I don't know. It's all those, all, all the, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> when you texting him now? You pee when you go to the bathroom. Yeah, I think everyone's idea of like what a man is is because like there's a revival in the '90s when Tim the Toolman Taylor's like, oh, 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 I'm a man, but I'm like, he is now like Santa Claus. Yeah, well, he did play Santa Claus in the Santa Claus. Yeah, that's true. But let me just say this: anyone who like thinks that's the man, that guy sucked at what he did. No, but that's not the man. He was just saying he had to front up. To actually, because yeah. his dad would take the piss. Just like, and I quote, did I ever tell you about the situation with Brandon and the mouse? Yeah, but you can retell it's just pretty funny. 
So I think my dad wishes that Brennan had um, Adam's resourcefulness. So one time when my dad was traveling into the Middle East um, to go visit uh, family and friends, me, my mom, and my middle brother Brennan were at home in the dead of winter. And we ended up like our kitchen was just renovated so we ended up having like a lot of construction and like obviously like the door exactly like how you left it open the door would be open or like just um we backed a forest so the shit was happening so either way we ended up always having like a ton of like field mice running in and out of the kitchen and just like your sister my brother Brandon saw one big mouse that looked like the fat mouse in Cinderella, like, run across his toes, and he freaked out. But then there's another time, so right beside our family room, we have a closet, and it's dark, and it's usually where we keep, like, bottled water or some pop and stuff, and I went in to go grab it, and there was a mouse trap, and there was a mouse in there, and I freaked out, and I told my mom, and she freaked out, so we're like, Brennan, you have to handle this, and so, like, he was like, what? He didn't want to handle it. He literally, my brother Brandon, who was, like, probably, like, 22 at this time. He was on Bad Jobs Part 2. Yeah, so if you listen to that podcast, you'll get a sense of what my brother Brandon is about. But, like, he got a shovel, right, a garbage bag, a baseball glove, a jacket, a hat, right, (laughs) and literally threw the mouse trap in the bag. This little tiny little field mouse is already dead, but then he ended up throwing the bag in the middle of our street. What? So it was so pointless. So we're just like, what the hell is this? And so, but like, I feel like my dad would be somewhat proud. Well, I was going to say, you know how I feel? What? That is some kind of, that is my kind of man right there. (laughs) Well, that's what I'm, yeah. Rodents and spiders and yeah. snakes and that those things are gross. I don't want to be touching up all on them. <laughs> do you remember when I had my apartment downstairs before we lived together? Yeah. What you tried to do with a cup with one of my own glasses and a bee? Yeah. You tried to trap a bee with my glass. I would have had to throw that glass away. Well, that's because when I was living at my parents' house, I used to trap bugs under glasses for yeah. somebody else to handle it. <laughs> Okay, this is so suburban, straight up. If you live in any suburban city that has any kind of wilderness around you, you will know that in your basement at one point of your life, you will find a fucking centipede. Oh, hell yeah. Right? Those fucking bugs with like a bajillion legs and you think they're slow moving because they're bigger, but they're like... And they sound like this. Ew! By the way, Hazel. (laughs) (laughs) You just slapped the shit out of me. I burped. Ew, you cover your mouth. No, because you slapped me. I didn't know I was going to burp. No, I planned it pretty well. <laughs> so either way, I used to trap centipedes underneath glasses because I didn't want them to move anywhere because they're such fat fucks. Aren't they long and skinny? Yeah, fast fucks. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure I've told the story on the podcast before, but once in the basement when I was a kid, probably like 10 years old, so my little mm-hmm. sister's uh, six years old, mm-hmm. we had a box with just like random junk in it. Yeah. And I remember we used to have a ring, like a fake plastic ring that was like a spider. Yeah. It's like a black little spider ring and you just mm-hmm. wear it and whatever. And I remember in the box, I thought I saw the spider ring. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, here's the spider ring. So I put my hand in the box to pick up the spider ring. Yeah. And you know what it turned out to be? Spider. A fucking spider. It wasn't the ring. <laughs> Picked up a spider and it crawled up my body. 
Besides, you saw how I acted at uh, Louis and Madison's wedding three weeks ago when that fucking daddy long legs crawled down yeah. my head. I definitely <laughs> feel like I would be, like, I feel like you joke, like, when guys ask you to go camping, you, like, joke about it, but there's no way in hell, Mr. High Maintenance. We, we mentioned this two weeks ago. Fuck camping. Get me a riser two feet up from the ground and I'll go camping. <laughs> I'm not camping my bare butt on the floor. Who's asking you to do that? I don't know. My, see, now that's where my dad would be upset because he... Was it like a scout and cubs and he did You were a cubs and a scout. Yeah, I know. <laughs> My dad used to tell the scariest stories. He'll remember this. When we used to go like camping as like in beavers and cubs and all this shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would tell the story of the one-armed man who would come and kill cubs in their tents. Yeah, that was some scary. That was like a 14A story he would tell. I was like six years old or something. I don't know why he's telling me. That's not good. Uh, yeah, he'd be like the one-armed man and then he'd be like, oh, this is the story of the revenge of the one-armed man brother who has one leg and one arm. <laughs> but now that I think of it, I think he was just ripping off the story of the fugitive. I've never seen that. That's about the one-armed man. Is it? Yeah, he frames uh, uh, Harrison Ford. And Harrison Ford's like, I didn't kill my wife. Tommy Lee Jones is like, I don't care. Then Harrison Ford jumps out of like a sewer grate. <laughs> Well, I guess I never had to see that movie. Spoiler alert. <laughs> a one-armed man killed his wife. <laughs> wow, we really got off topic. Yeah. For those of you listening, Adam hasn't texted me back about the most grotesque texts we ever. Sh- <laughs> we should start pulling our friends to see which guys pee with the seat up and which ones pee with the seat Why up. don't we? Well, I already know Botty Man and Danimal pee with the seat wide open. Yeah. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying as a, that's how I classify myself as a man. Some people classify themselves as a man as by the hair they can grow on the chest, by the paycheck they provide for the family. I do it by the way I piss with the seat down and not getting any trickles anywhere. I do appreciate it, though, because I find like a lot of guys just forget to put the seat down if they do do it. And it's so gross. Like I don't want to touch the damn seat after you've mainly like fucking trickled on it. Now, oddly enough, I shit with the seat up, so I don't know what that means. That was a joke. That was a joke. I thought of it in the moment. No. No, no. So why don't you have one about your poutine stuff? Okay. Poutine tailgate party. So this has never, to my knowledge, this has never been done before. Much like my walking podcast, The Diary of a Madman Who Walks Down the Street, never done before. Yes, we are both mavericks of our own kind. Do you want a clam hand or not? Like No. You want double clam? No. By the way, this episode is going to be called Clam Hands and Being a Man. No. Sorry, I made two notes. Ah, oh, shit, my pen fell in the garbage. I'm not a man. If you were a man, you'd fish it out. Remember my neighbor? I am a man. I do your taxes. I used to hear my neighbor in my Jungle old apartment Beats. call him Jungle Beats because he always played Jungle Beat music. But one time he got into a fight with his girlfriend and through the 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 walls, I heard him yell. His, his girlfriend's like, you're not a man. And he's like, I am a man. I do your taxes. <laughs> and he looks like Jason Spetzer from the uh, Ottawa uh, Senators. Former Ottawa Senators. Yeah. Fuck you, Spetzer. Uh, so poutine party was awesome. So as uh, Adam's probation just ended. So three months, frosh week is over. And so this all culminated in our annual summer ending jam session with everyone because we haven't jammed since like the beginning of the summer just because it's been so busy so adam's like why don't we make poutine in the parking lot and so we're all i think we're all like okay 
this seems like a pretty hardcore endeavor, so we don't really know if it's going to go to town. And we're like, oh, do we just get, like, a bag of McCain fries? Do we just get, like, St. Hubert's canned gravy and throw it on? Where are you getting St. Hubert's from? St. Hubert's is a restaurant. I know, but there's none in Toronto. No, but you get the canned gravy. Oh, okay. Right? And so, you and know. And it's St. Hubert. Yeah. St. Hubert's. <laughs> so, either doesn't, way. Sorry, doesn't the mascot of St. Hubert look like something an old racist man from the 50s would draw? <laughs> Where he's like, look, look, I'm St. Hubert. Can I help you, massa? The picture, your guy looks race, like a racist chicken. I walked into an office, and there before me, I saw a genuine chocolate oh. <laughs> little cunt. We were watching Borat. And then the, my favorite, just a yeah, clip of just it. A clip. We kept rewatching it where he's going into an office and he's like, "The next day, I walked into the office and then, to my surprise, I met up with the genuine chocolate face." <laughs> We're not calling this episode "Chocolate Face." No, I, it's okay if I laugh. Yeah, you can laugh. <laughs> right. Me as a vanilla face, I cannot. No. I'm a. I'm a my name's John Mount. I'm a proud vanilla face. <laughs> no, Keep not the same. Gravy girl. So either way, so then Adam literally brought a propane tank, a deep fryer, a potato guillotine to our work parking lot, and it was the most awesome assembly line of like, well, it was actually just him and like us being assholes with the potato guillotine. What's the if it's an assembly line? What's the music in the background? Do 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 do. What did we listen to? We listened to a lot of Kanye. I think I put on black skinheads and then it was like, I hope you weren't being like, chocolate face. And, <laughs> and then we listened to like Taylor Swift and so. Vanilla like, face. No, no. And so, but it was so delicious. So we ended up making this and it was really great because like 10 of our friends in our department came out and I think it's just such an incredible bonding experience. Like, it was so great, and it was so, like, I don't know, I think, like, Adam's such a solid person, but the fact of the matter of us doing this together was such, like, a uniting of the team, and everyone actually already said prior to, like, Adam even being here for three months that it felt like he had been with us for, like, a year. So that was great, and so we did poutine. We thought we were going to get in trouble because we were, like, drinking and using a propane tank and fire in the parking lot. But, like, the person who would have said something totally was like, how do I pimp up this scenario for you even more so? So, So that was really awesome, and I had some, like, random people on Instagram, like, like the picture and, like, comment on it, which I thought was really hilarious. But Mm -hmm. um, then after that... We ended up stealing all of my office neighbor's beer and, like, drinking all of it and then jamming upstairs till about, like, nine or so. What songs were you jamming to? Um, we did, like, Radiohead, we did Weezer, we did Whoever Sings Sweet Home Alabama. Leonard Skinner. Oops! Why did my voice... (laughs) Leonard Skinner? (laughs) I take them very seriously. Can we call this I'm Not a Man, Not Yet a Woman? No. (laughs) It's clam hands. I'm, I'm being a man. <laughs> so, either way. Uh, but yeah, it was so much fun. And then we actually jammed again on Friday, which was really great. Um, and Scrivs came out. And she's, I feel like Scrivens is honorary marketing team, like, because she's so much part of it. But yeah, it was really nice. Um, it was just like a solid hangout this week. And I feel like sometimes 
like you don't have to pay for like a team morale builder like oh. just shit like that was so hilariously fun yeah it's cool you, li- yeah. you work in a creative department so you're bound to find like other creative musicians and this mm-hmm. and that it's fun that you can play everything from Leonard Skinner to Radiohead to mm-hmm. I don't know whatever. we did Radioactive we did we did like Kings of Leon it was just so funny but then like Friday's jam session just became like a shit show because then we started going into things <laughs> so Adam texts back and he's just like lol hold on he actually listens to all these podcasts so hey, hey, play, yeah. <laughs> I have a story I want to tell no I always put it down <laughs> well real men don't need to put it up I... <laughs> the podcast uh, yeah, I want to tell a story about... It's another animal story. Okay. Uh, it's about me when I was walking home. My mom was very strict about that. Putting the seat down. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I'm also, here's another reason why I don't... I like peeing with the seat down. Is I'm already... I'm not trying to touch some pissy seat anyways. I mean, I hate... Mm-hmm. I don't want to put the seat up and then put it back down. Mm-hmm. I, just, I don't want to touch the seat. You know what I'm impressed with? Is the fact that we've had so many house parties and the seat up, seat down thing has never been an issue. But yet, if we have two of your guy friends over, the seat is constantly up. Uh, you also didn't walk in on Dr. Dick, Dr. Dick taking a shit in her place. Ew. <laughs> right. uh, yeah. what's he He's say? like, what? Are you recording it now? I think we've blown Adam's mind with podcasting. I think so. I love the fact that he listens to it commuting. Yeah, it thanks, is, Adam. I yeah, appreciate right? that. So, it's pretty stellar. So, I'm walking home from work last week. This is probably Thursday or Friday. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking... Uh, that doesn't matter where I'm walking, but there's like a huge sidewalk. And you guys know how I feel about animals and dogs. <laughs> and humans. <laughs> and humans and centipedes and this and that. Yeah. I feel like when you walk a dog, mm-hmm. you, you probably want to keep on a leash, right? Yeah. So, I'm walking down the street and I see three people walking towards me. Mm-hmm. And they're all freaking out because they have like a little yappy dog. What kind of dog does Nikki have? Shy? I don't know. It's like a little fuck, a little yappy dog. It looks like the dog that looks like the cat that runs into the toilet paper. What? <laughs> In the commercials. It looks like the dog that looks like the cat that like runs into... Like those little white cats that run into the cashmere oh, toilet the paper. Yeah. See, Every you do it. No, that is closer. not at all the same song. You know what song I've been listening to and it makes me depressed, but I can't listen to it, but I like it? It's clearly not Total Eclipse of the Heart. No, but it's another 80s song. Go. It's the uh, Everybody Rules the World. Oh, I love that song. I love it too. I don't know Where what... did you hear it? Because I heard it recently. I think we heard it recently together. That's oh, why no. We heard it on The Voice. The Voice. That's yeah. why. And I like the song, but for some reason I just picture it being really sad. Why? I don't know. You know which song you're thinking of that's really sad that sounds exactly like it? Or which the title one? sound the same? The Mad Mad World song. I like that song. That song doesn't make me sad, though. That song is entirely, like, completely depressing. Yeah, but everyone wants to rule the world. It's just, I picture the guy, I picture the song being done in the 80s. And, like, I don't know. It makes it sadder. <laughs> knowing that they peaked in the 80s. I don't know. They're, I don't Anyway, so Anyways. these three people are running towards me because they have a little fucking yappy dog yeah. that they had the leash on their hand. They didn't put a leash on them. And the dog now is running into traffic. like in and, out, and cars are swerving and, and hitting the brakes. Yeah. This little dog, not bigger than like a couple inch or uh, like a foot, yeah. foot and a half. Commercial cat. Yeah, a commercial cat mm-hmm. is running around because these stupid owners 
Well, then the dog deserves to get hit. No offense, right? Yeah, like, eventually the dog... And the dog's just, like, zipping around. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, fuck, man. Control your beast. (laughs) The beast is free. Free. Uh, okay. Can we go back to TV now? That was the biggest detour ever. (laughs) Okay, you want to bring it back to TV? Yeah. What else do you want to say about TV? So, um, what you want to call it? So, we've been watching... Other series, as we said earlier, just in the meantime, before things like Homeland comes back, um, Newsroom comes back, Mad Men, etc. And one Walking of the Dead. Se- Walking Dead. One of the series that we started rewatching, it or watching in general, even though it came out in two thousand and six, is Friday Night Lights. I know you want my life, but I don't want your <laughs> no life. <laughs> That's actually Varsity Blues. <laughs> So what do you think of, um, okay, wait, so Friday Night Lights, hold on. Friday Night Lights is based off the movie about the high school football team in, like, Texas. Mm -hmm. And people, uh, if you do or don't know, high school football is ginormous in the state, especially, like, Mm -hmm. in the South. Yeah. It's just as big as professional, like, a professional baseball, basketball, whatever. Right. And so they made a TV show about it, uh, and it's not exactly the same as the movie. Some stuff's similar, but it basically follows... A high school football team and like the coaches and the team and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, so it's actually really cool. It's this it's the dude, the dad, Kyle Challenger, who's in Super Eight, mm. and the mom, Connie Breton, who's in American Horse Horror Story season Na- one and Nashville. Nashville. Um, but okay, so I remember like this is my favorite quote for a reason as to watch this series, and so I'm actually surprised you like it because I don't think you like Dawson's Creek at all. Uh, no, I didn't like Dawson's Creek, but I did like the OC. Okay, so, so I guess there's similar things to it. And I did like season one of Gossip Girl. <laughs> yeah. So I remember, like, before, we were, like, looking for series to watch and whatnot, and I was like, I really want to give Friday Night Lights a chance, right? And it's the same creators as Parenthood, which is another series I Ooh, love. You never told me that tidbit. Yeah. Oh, Peter Berg? Yeah. He does that? And Jason Kazam or something. Um, and Brian Grazer, who's part of Ron Howard's team. So either way, it's the same exact writing team, same, like, all of it is the same. And to the point where, like, so many people who are on Friday Night Lights are on Parenthood, Mm -hmm. right? Um, so either way, I remember when we were initially looking to a series, and my friend Bobby on our team was like, you guys should need to pick up Friday Night Lights. And then Rocky and, like, everybody who had seen it was like, oh, my God, it's the best series ever. Mm -hmm. And Bobby's like, it feels like they're all your best friends. Like, you would be best friends with them all in high school. And we watched one episode. And the pilot of this episode, or the season one, I cried at the end of it. Like, I was so emotional from it. And it was the exact same kind of reactions I get out of Parenthood, which I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm in. I'm so in. And then the next morning, I told Rocky... That I had launched it, and she's like, oh my god, Val, are you a Riggins or a Saracish? And I was like, I don't know. And then she's mm. like, what? Mm. But now I can actually say I am an active Saracen. Matt Saracen? Yeah. Uh, I like Landry. Landry? <laughs> who plays Todd on Breaking Bad. Yeah. Who's like the like the polar opposite character. Yeah. He's awesome on Friday Nights. Yeah, I liked it too, and that's mm-hmm. again... That's a pilot that was really well done. It yeah. shot beautifully. It looks mm-hmm. fantastic. The acting's great. Mm-hmm. The writing's great. Uh, and it's, it's, I'm impressed, too, because you're like, oh, I, you didn't think I would necessarily mm-hmm. like it if I didn't like Dawson's Creek, this or that. But again, I'm like, I didn't think you'd like it because it's football. a football show, and you don't like or care or know too much no, about football. but it's not exactly always about football. Like, no. And that, I think that's what I like about it. It's like it's about these people 
in a football town. Mm -hmm. And so, like, it's just the sport that brings them all together. Mm -hmm. Um, But that show, to me, is, like, killing it. And I feel like we're watching it. Like, I'm so glad it's, like, five or six seasons. Five seasons. Kind of thing. Just because while we're waiting for all these other shows to happen, we just started season two. Mm -hmm. Um, It's exciting. So... Yeah. yeah, it's tough because the season, the show's over now, and there's something that's happening in season two that I really want to know how it re- gets resolved. Mm-hmm. I'm trying really hard not to look up spoilers. Which storyline? There's a Landry storyline. Oh yeah. I'm not. I haven't looked anything up. I know. But I really want to know something. I just want to know what's going to happen to yeah. him. I won't give anything away if you guys are interested. But it's good. I was actually just watching One Girl Five Gays before we did this, <laughs> and one of the questions was. What is your favorite fictional uh, couple? Mm-hmm. And one of the guys, Dean, mm-hmm. said uh, uh, the coach and his wife. What, yeah, what's her name? Uh, Tammy and Eric Taylor. Yeah, he said that's his favorite fictional couple. Which is hilarious because then when I was hilarious? at... Hilarious? Uh, hilarious. Because when I was at um, uh, Becca's bachelorette party, because I got there late, I was sitting at the end of the table, but luckily enough I was sitting beside... Um, Chris's little sister, so Megan and Sarah, and I was just like, we were just talking about shows again. I was like, oh my god, I just got into Friday Night Lights. And Sarah was like, oh my god, I love the parents. They're like the best parents ever. And I actually really think that they are like, as much as like they are fictional parents, there's elements of them being like how I feel like your parents would be or my parents would be in terms of like how they treat Julie and stuff like that, and just, like... With respect and... Yeah, but then they, like, obviously, like, yell at Julie if she's doing something ridiculous and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's a more accurate portrayal, whereas, I don't know if, like, Sandy Cohen and Julie, whatever, would have been, like, more, like, they're not really accurate parents, I think. Mm -hmm. I felt like Sandy... I felt like, no, Sandy and Kristen were... Yeah. Kirsten... They were they remind me of the Taylor fan like yeah, I, do, I like, guess so. They were kind of like the cool, not maybe not necessarily how every mm-hmm. like my dad would never bring home like an ex convict no. to come live with us, but yeah, like they brought home Ryan from the OC. See, it's all coming full circle. We start it with Gotham, get the Friday Night Lights, and we bring it back Ooh. all around. But no, I, I do like them, the parents as the characters, mm-hmm. and yeah, no, I think it's it's a really great show, and I don't mm-hmm. know why. I definitely remember when the show came out. Just mm-hmm. I I don't, you know, what I was thinking the other day from like. That all these years in the 2000s, like from like 2000 till 2006, those were all big years. Like 2003, I graduate high school. 2004, 2005, I start college. And then like 2006, I start work. But I remember like from 2000, I think six to 2009, mm-hmm. those three years are a blur where I'm like, I don't feel like anything big TV shows. Mm-hmm. I never, I don't think I was watching much baseball or See, sports. But that's when Friday Night Lights happened. Yeah. But then, like, 2009 till now, I'm like, I can think of, like, great music. Like, even music, I think, those three years. Wait, no. Lost was on 2006. But I didn't start watching it until, like, the third season. It's, like, 2009. So, no, I just think that the other day, I'm like, 2007, 2008, like, nothing memorable happened. But then I'm like, oh, if I get to 2009, I can tell Mm -hmm. you shows, music, Mm -hmm. things I, like, did personally. Mm -hmm. When was the writer's strike? I think that was 2007. Yeah. So, I, yeah, it just to me, like, mm-hmm. when this show came out, it was, like, mm-hmm. kind of a blurb or, or whatever. Yeah. So. But happy that we're sticking with it. Yeah, definitely, and I'm happy. Is there anything other, any other shows that you would want to watch that we're not right, watching? Yeah. Which one? Fucking season two of Gigolos. Okay. They've done, like, five seasons. Yeah, two, 2007, 2008. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So. Oh, Rocky just texted me. Speaking of Rocky. <laughs> Do you want to ask her if she pees with the seat up or not? No! <laughs> right? I'm afraid to know that answer. <laughs> Anyways, I gotta go what? stir the stew. Yeah. 
Uh, so let's end this thing. Is there a quick? Oh thing? wait, what about Sons of Anarchy? Spoiler! Spoiler! We won't say anything about the season. I think the season so far is good. Mm-hmm. I think the last season of Breaking Bad, season five, part two, compared to Sons of Anarchy, like the first three se- episodes of the last season of Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. far superior to the Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Sons of Anarchy is good. I feel like mm, I don't know. I like it. I definitely like it a lot. Mm-hmm. But I'm not as on the edge of the seat, my seat of, as I was with Breaking Bad's final season. So yeah. far, there's only been three episodes. Although I didn't really watch last week's episode, I don't feel like I missed anything. Well, it's there if you want to watch it. No, you can delete it. That Thank you, though. But I feel like the first two episodes were so graphic and yeah. so intense and, like, gory that I'm just kind of like, holy shit, what is going to happen this season? Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like... Okay, Here's here's one last debate because we didn't do a debate. Mm. Um, is this an actual debate? Uh, yeah. Okay, this is a John and Val debate or whatever this thing. Six oh five debates. Wow, that's six oh five debates. I told you I was right. Nah, dog, you were wrong. What do you think is the best intro on television? Um, for a different dramatic series or a comedy series, who has the best intro? Like, can it be what's, like, it, does it have to be on TV right now? Or no, can show ever. Be? Fuck. Ah, I'm trying to think. I'm drawing a blank. I always really like Dexter's opening mm-hmm. title. Uh, I'm trying to, you, what do you think? I'm so, trying to remember. I really love the pacing and the music of um, True Detective. I was just going to say that True yeah. Detective, yes. So, to me, because it's like the best parts of Walking Dead with, like, the sepia mm-hmm. kind of like blurred scenes happening. It's not too long, which I find that um, a lot of series are going like the super long and oh, like fuck the leftovers opening theme. That theme sucks. That theme is ridiculous. I think Homeland is actually Homeland sucks too. Worse because the music is so shitty. Leftovers music, I don't mind. It's just Homeland. I hate the music and I hate the opening sequence. It's there's like a fucking bear hanging out in a maze like Mm -hmm. it's so weird um yeah i really like sorry i really liked entourages and remember that's from the car it's like oh Oh, yeah yeah. like i like the way that was shot they're all Mm -hmm. driving the car i really like flight of the concords yeah dude oh yeah that one's really good i like that one even scrubs had a pretty good one i was thinking scrubs as well um, we were talking about this at work because we were saying like, oh, opening intros. Because I was saying like, the leftovers is a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like they, uh, the uh, influenced. Oh, thank for, you. For Ox's <laughs> graphics, were really thank great. you. I shit. animated them myself. Um, but yeah, no, no, no. It was just like we were just talking about these great intros, and one of my bosses brought up the fact that he's like, oh, a lot of series now don't have theme songs. Like the Cincinnati one, and I had no idea what anyone was talking about. And they're like, "How do you not know the theme song to Cincinnati Radio?" And I was like, "What the hell is this show?" I mean, like K- WKRPC in Cincinnati. Yeah, I've never heard of the show. And then Funny I was stuff. like, "Is that the one with Tony Danza or John Travolta?" No, that's Welcome Back, Kata and Taxi, <laughs> or Who's the Boss? No, I know Who's the Boss. And here's a question for you. Here's another debate. Who actually was the boss, Tony Angela. or Angela? Okay, of course, because she pays the guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Although Mona was a freak in the sheets, that bitch knew what she was doing. That's because she's Mona. What? Can I say one thing? Yeah. What was with like the '90s revival of like old horny women, like Golden <laughs> Girls? Who's the boss? <laughs> 
uh, empty baby, nest. It was the baby boomers. Why were like all these sixty plus women age. just like extremely randy? Because it was the coming of age baby boomers, yeah, man. I'm just putting that to, to. I'm just realizing that now they all just wanted to. So be. maybe there's gonna be another. Re- well, now it's all like the freaking twelve year olds. I don't want to think about that. No, but I mean, like, probably in, like, another 15 years, we'll have another, like, 80-year-old golden girls. That's true. Yeah. Golden girls getting golden showers. At the Oh, I still hurt. You're going to... Ow. I'm out of here. All right. Well, I'll let your co-host duty go away as I do the band of the week. As I go cook. That's all I do. Listen, you. You're the award-winning podcaster, Val. You're lucky I'm on a staycation. You should stay. I'm out of here. Alright, and with that, we come to a close of another episode of Live at 605. And as always, I got to give you my band of the week. So this week's band of the week goes by an artist by the name of Rari. I think, I can, I think it's Rari. And he's this cool 18-year-old kid. I don't know where he's from. But I first read about him about a month ago when Kanye West flew him to wherever he's recording his album to play him uh, new songs and to listen to his new songs. He's a huge fan. And this guy, Rory, he's kind of, he's not like a Frank Ocean, but he's kind of in that that range where he sings, he kind of raps. But the kid's only 18 years old. And the song I'm going to play, it's such like an old soul kind of song that you wouldn't picture this as an 18-year-old kid. And I really like it, and I've been listening to it for about a month now. And the cool thing is, if you just type in Rari, R-A-U-R-Y, into Google, you can find his website, and his debut album, which is called Indigo Child, is actually available for free download. And that's, I downloaded it, it's really good. I highly recommend you guys download it if you like this song. So the song of the week by the band of the week is God's Whisper by Rari. And I think you're really going to dig it. So as always, the way to get in contact with us, guys, facebook.com slash live at 605. From there, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. Val's at ValGomez23. You can download episodes on Stitcher, iTunes, or live at 605.podomatic.com. And if you go there, you can be like our friend Kenny in Boston and support us by hitting the PayPal account and keeping this podcast going. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. Be extra easy. Won't live a life on my knees. You think I am nothing. I am nothing. You got something coming. Something coming because I hear
show you brave, yeah. Those with fade, yeah. On a mission, led by intuition. You should listen because. John Mallon and Val Gomez.